afternoon, my brothers and sisters in Christ and anyone else who stumbles upon this podcast called The Waiting Room. What are we waiting for? <laughs> uh, anyways, um, I'm in a really, really good mood today. And I'm just grateful to Father for that because I've been under a lot of stress. And um, I've been trying to think about what it is um, I want to do, where I want to be. And today, um, today I just called on Father and I said, you know what? I don't want anything that's not from you, period. I don't care how good it looks. I don't care how good the money looks. I don't care how sweet it tastes. I don't want anything that isn't from you. So any opportunity, I don't care how golden it looks. I'm going to trust Father and I'm going to pray to him for everything. I feel like I slack on that a lot before making decisions. And I need to get better about that. But um, anyways, earlier this morning... I was studying and watching some of the world news and stuff, and it was really put on my spirit. I was originally going to share just just a scripture that I that I shared with my Facebook yesterday, but then when I went to go look it up so I could remember the exact verse, um, I just decided to go with the spirit and decided that you guys needed to go ahead and study today with me. And so we're going to go ahead and read 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. I'm going to read through it, and then we're going to do like a verse by verse. And then we're going to talk about what it's talking about. Because if you've only read New Testament, you don't understand Old Testament, you don't understand how they both live within each other. Um, reading scripture isn't easy. That's why most people don't want to do it. You've got to study it. You have to study and you have to pray and you have to be indwelled with the Holy Spirit to understand it. It's that simple. You don't need a priest. You don't need a pastor. You don't need a church. You don't need me. All you need is a Bible and your faith in God. And trust me, he could do the rest. So let's go ahead. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, King James Version. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto him, that ye not be soon shaken in mind, or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was with you, I told you these things? And now ye know that withholdeth, that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let, until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming, even him who's coming in after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of of unrighteousness 
and them that perish, because they received not the love of the truth, that they may be saved. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion. Excuse me, let me read that properly. And for this cause God shall send them a strong delusion, that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth, whereunto he called you by our gospel, to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which ye have been taught, whether by word or our epistle. Now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father, which hath loved us and hath given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace, comfort your hearts and establish you in every good work and work. Good word and work, excuse me. And that's the end of chapter two. So I know that the King James Version is difficult to read because of the way it was um, translated, but... A lot of people believe that this is the this is a very important translation. King James was um, almost murdered several times. They were trying to prevent this from being copied. They were trying to prevent this from going out. This is the the book my dad read. Um, I've been led to read this one. Newer versions and translations. When you translate the word improperly or remove a word entirely, you change the meaning. You take it out of context. And that's why people get confused. And that's a work by Satan himself. That's a work by Satan himself. So anyways, take that to God. If, if you're not comfortable reading the King James Version and you read the, the like new standard versions or all these other ones that they came out with, um, you know, pray to Holy Spirit. I mean, pray to God to, to have Holy Spirit guide you to the right words. And then always refer back to Hebrew. You know, look it up. You've got the world at your fingertips. God has made that possible so that it could reach everybody. So now, what they're talking about here in the beginning says, uh, He's talking to people that believe in Christ, right? The body of believers. And he's saying for um, not to get shaken or get troubled in spirit or anything. Because you know what? Even though it's going to seem like a lot of stuff is happening and you're enduring a lot of things, the day of the Lord is at hand. We've been in the end times ever since Jesus Christ was crucified. Period. Like it or not. Calendars are made because of his birth. Why do you think B.C. and A.D. exists? <laughs> uh, anyways, so. And then this next part is talking about let, let no man deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come except there be come a falling away. That's talking about a falling away from the faith. People that are already believers, right? Either religious or not. But people that were over, probably, I'd say religious, because if you're saved and truly a father, follower of Jesus Christ, I don't think you could fall away. Um, so I, I'm going to say that that's probably Christians and religions like Seventh-day Adventists and Pentecostal or anyone that does any type of works related thing or has a works related belief because Jesus Christ did the work. He did the work on the cross. He shed his blood. That was the atonement 
right? That's why there's no sacrifices needed anymore. That's not a green pass to sin. It's just saying that his blood covered it. That all that will believe in him will have everlasting life. But if you don't want to believe in him, it's probably because you've listened to the world and you've mocked him your whole life. I used to do it. I used to do it. Lord knows I've repented over and over for that because I thought comedy was just comedy. Like I grew up hearing God had a sense of humor, right? But this world uh, desensitizes us on purpose so that we aren't holy, so that we aren't holy minded. Look at the way people act now. Anyways, so the falling away, that's talking about people that are already in the faith that are falling away from the church, losing their faith. And that's already happening. It's been happening for a long while now. And then the day of the Lord isn't going to come until that man of sin be revealed. Who is the man of sin? The man of sin is another name for the Antichrist, the lawless one, the son of perdition. And uh, yeah, he's he's the one that's going to exalt himself. He's going to. So I don't know if you guys are aware that, you know, the temple in Jerusalem was destroyed twice. So it's going to go up one more time. How do we know that? We know that because it's written in the Bible. Okay? It's written in the Bible. You could read it. And I'll tell you because right here he's going to he's going to say I mean the antichrist is going to say worship him in the temple, the temple of God. Where's the temple of God? It's in Jerusalem. I mean, yeah, it's in Jerusalem. It's in the temple over there. So and in Israel right now they're watching a bunch of red heifers. Because according to old, I don't know if it's old Jewish law or Old Testament, but according to, it has to be Old Testament. According to um, the Torah, the requirement for building a temple is you've got to sacrifice a red heifer. And it has to be within a certain age, unblemished, without have ever had had a yoke upon them. Um so there's very specific requirements and right now there's several being watched right now um to see if within i think it's a year and a half or two years that they're going to be able to use this this animal as a sacrifice then they will start to build that third temple in israel and uh when they do the antichrist who is going to be real nice for three and a half years everybody's gonna love this guy oh he's gonna be well spoken he's going to be really popular he's going to fix your problems because he's going to come in the midst of chaos and he's gonna say i got you i'm gonna fix your life don't you worry don't you worry all those people that disappeared they weren't right they weren't aligning with us i know the world's in chaos right now but i got you trust me trust me he's going to perform lying wonders He's going to get people to, you know, really like him more. And then he's going to be mortally wounded. What does that mean? He's going to die. And you, and whoever's here is going to see him come back to life. He's going to imitate Christ, right? That's why they call him the Antichrist. So he's going to come back to life and people are going to be like, wow, wow. And then he's going to say, I'm God. And he's going to stand in that temple and he's going to say, you're going to worship me. And you're going to do what I say. And if you don't, if you don't take this mark, and if you don't deny Jesus Christ, you're going to go over here and you're going to get your head cut off. That's what's written in our Bible. 
that might explain why the Obama administration ordered so many mechanical guillotines. Why would we need guillotines? I never knew that our administrations ordered things like that. Like, who are we using guillotines for? Sounds sounds a lot like scripture may come to fruition, huh? Anyway, so that's where that that verse, uh, that's what that verse is talking about. And it's saying, you know, showing himself as God. And Jesus is telling them, don't don't you remember? I mean, uh, Paul, Paul is telling them, don't you remember? I told you these things when I was with you. And this part, and now you know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. So right now in the world, there's a restrainer. And that's the Holy Spirit. God's Spirit, Holy Spirit is restraining everything from happening worse than it already is. Things, according to God's law, have happened here. You know, we're in a fallen world. So if you want to sit and blame God for everything that's happened in your life, you're blaming the wrong person. That's Satan. That's the devil and his minions and all these fallen and all these demonic spirits that roam around us that you want to play with. You guys like to play in the dark, play with stones, play with dream catchers, play with all these things that are just inviting demonic spirits into your space. Like it or not, it's the truth. Anyways, let's see here. And then for the mystery of iniquity doth already work. That's talking about behind the scenes. They're already really working on this plot that they have against the people. And only now that he who now letteth will let. Yep. So until he's taken out of the way, when is he going to be taken out of the way? When God says so, harpazo, when the rapture happens, chaos will break out. And then the wicked one will be revealed. Why? Because there's going to be so much chaos in the world. There's going to be people saying, well, what the heck happened to everybody? What's going on? You know, the government and, and, and I'm going to say it, the people of the mainstream churches are still going to be here. They're going to be like, oh, the aliens removed all these people because they, uh, they believed in Jesus or they're going to say something stupid, you know, and people are going to fall for it. And that's the way it is. People are going to be falling for it. People are going to be rounded up. People are going to be, people are going to go through living hell. And it's nothing like the left behind movies. Because if you read through Revelation, it doesn't mince words about how horrible it's going to get for people here. That's why it's important right now, right now to come to Jesus right now to figure out who he is right now. Open that Bible that you've judged your whole life, that it's just a book. I started with the book of Revelation. That's where that's where Father led me to start my study with my journey when I got woken up, when he saved me. It's a scary book, but you need to know it. And you need to fill your mind and fill your head with everything of God. You need to know what's coming. And if you don't want to believe, it's because you don't want to. You don't want to believe in it because your ego is going to fight you on it. You want to think you're in control. You want to think that that you matter more than God, but you don't. And I say that with love because at the same time, he knew you before you were in your mother's womb. 
when he formed you. He formed you in your mother's womb and he knew you, remember? He knows every hair on your head. He has your name in his palm. So get to know him. Get to know him. We're we're really running into some weird times here, but these times were written about. I would suggest you look up the days of Noah and the days of Lot and what the, what did they mean? But a deep study, not just at face value. Don't just, whatever you hear from people, read it. Get you a study Bible. Study Bibles are incredible. They come with maps, everything that you could possibly need. Explanations, glossaries, everything. My Bible has helped me a lot. And I don't even open it enough. Your God loves you. He's created everything. We're not some weird accident that came from ooze and ended up in monkeys and now we're humans. That's that's lame. That is lame. That only makes sense to lost people. Anyways, I just wanted to... I don't really need to go through the rest of this. This is all talking about, you know what, the church being here to comfort each other. Our brothers and sisters in Christ, we should be coming together and reminding each other that whether we live or die, we are belonging to a kingdom. We belong to the Almighty, the creator of all things. We belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. And we have nothing to fear. Nothing to fear at all, except for our Father in heaven. This world's getting uglier by the moment. Weirder by the moment. I can't believe we're having the arguments that we're having today in society. It's heartbreaking to me. There's people that fought and died for this country and look what we're doing to it. Right? Anyways, I know I kind of just rambled on and everything, but I was kind of just saying what I needed to say, you know? I don't go back and edit anything. I've never changed my ways. Trust God with your whole heart. Ask him. Ask him to reveal himself to you. Ask him. We are running out of time. You don't want to have to get to know him in a different way at a different time. I encourage you to get to know the Lord Jesus Christ, to get to know why he had to be sacrificed, to get to know what's going to happen. I encourage you to get to the bottom of it. Study. Get to know some of the stories, you know. Learn how to talk to God. Don't let anything come between you and your creator. Nobody. Not a thing, not a person, nothing. This life is short. Tell all you can. Tell all you can. That the Lord is coming for his bride soon. And once he snatches up his church. All hell will break loose. And his will be done. Every single word will come to fruition. Revelation has not happened yet. Tribulation is about to begin. I pray that you guys are 
woken up in your spirit, I pray that you have a sense of urgency in your soul to get to know what I'm talking about if you don't know. I think I'm just going to go ahead and end it there. God bless you guys in a mighty way today. God bless you. God bless you. In Jesus' almighty name. Until next time.